0: Dr. Carl, Dr. Carl, calling Dr. Carl, Dr. Carl, Dr. Carl. It's Monday, so we're calling you.
1: And he joins us right now. He has a new book out. Uh, Mate, what's the name of the book? We love it. Where Uh, is it? uh, Whatever it is. Uh, It's Dr. Carl's Random Road Trip Through Science. I'm writing, and it has holograms all the way through it. So you Mm -hmm. load down the monotally named Dr. Carl app, uh, aim your camera at the book, and then suddenly little mini-me's pop up like Princess Leia. Help me, Obi-Wan can open, (laughs) something like that.
0: I love that. Now, Dr. Carl, I wanted to chat to you about coronavirus because it seems like we're on the other side of it. But I was reading over the weekend, apparently China are kind of going through a second wave of it. Restrictions are starting to ease. In your scientific perspective, are we out of the woods yet? And how likely is a second wave?
1: We're not out of the woods because we don't have a vaccine or a virus, but we are out of the woods in that the death rate has dropped down. But that means it'll only stay down, providing we stay in some sort of quarantine. And if we do a good quarantine, we can kill all of the cases of the virus in Australia, except for those people who are asymptomatic and who are spreaders. Now, that's a bit of a worry. We don't know much about this virus, and it could be that there are those sort of people. Um, But basically, for the virus to spread, it needs people who are susceptible that's all of us except for 0.025 percent of the population and because we don't have antibodies you know we don't have a vaccine uh infected people very few right now and we need some sort of transmission and we've got down. so we're coming out of that but if there's no nobody with the virus then we're perfectly safe but the moment we open our borders we're sort of heading back into it again
0: yeah, because there's been a lot of debate, especially here in Queensland. And you can understand from the business owner's point of view why they want the borders reopened. But I do, I can't help but feel for the Premier as in she must be privy to some information for her. I mean, she's got nothing politically to gain from not opening the borders. So, I mean, I guess there must still be that threat.
1: Yes Um, uh, We we haven't I'll tell you what would be bad What would be bad is that suddenly Up in the hinterland up at Mullaney You get a a burst of five cases And wait for it, you don't know where they came from Mm. In that case We've still got community transmission But it does seem At this moment that we have knocked Community transmission down Because we've been doing the lockdown thing And social quarantining Social distancing but if there are these asymptomatic carriers, that could be the worry. And we're going to find out. But what we're doing is we are doing the experiment, we're finding out. But Australia is in such a good position compared to Sweden, which has got um, maybe one-third of the population and about 4,000 deaths instead of 102. We're way ahead of them. Now, do you think human be- This might be a really silly question, but do you think human beings as a whole can, over time, develop an immunity to this virus if it's around for long enough before a vaccine happens? Or it's kind of... Yes. Not re- we can. And as a res- yeah, yeah, and as a result, and the, a, a good example of that, it took 500 years, but we now have people in Europe, about 1% of the population, who are immune to the virus that carries AIDS. Let me take no. you through it. What? right? So both the AIDS virus which is a virus, and the plague, which is caused by a bacterium, both of them enter your cells through a pathway called CCR5. Okay, we have the plague come through in the 1300s, and it kills, you know, one, one in every three people. And it comes back every 10 years, killing fewer and fewer people because the ones who are left behind were the ones who were just a little bit more susceptible And, in fact, we've still got the plague going around the world now, but there's only about 800 people infected each year. So the numbers are way down from that particular bacterium. Now, it kept on coming into Europe over and over and over, and some people got resistance to the plague. And then AIDS came along. AIDS has killed about 30 30 million or so people. But it turns out that there are some people who, because they're immune to the plague, are also, by accident, because it goes through the same receptor, they're immune to AIDS. We're looking here for that immunity to rise at periods of centuries, you know, like three or four generations of families. It doesn't happen overnight.
0: Right. Wow. So we've still got a little way to
1: go. There. <laughs> we've got a long, we've got a long way to go. Um, and and if we're lucky, we'll we'll come up with a vaccine. A few weeks ago, there were about ten vaccines uh, bubbling away. Now we've got about hundred and thirty. But it's going to take while to make sure that they don't do any bad things. And you because everything made by humans is not perfect, so we've got to test them. Once we have the vaccine, then we can have antibodies in all the people who take the vaccine, you know, like with measles, and then we can um, relax everything and open up the borders and get back to normal living again. Wow, that is amazing. Well, Dr. Carl's Random Road Trip Through Science, your book is available. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you so much, Dr. Carly and Dr. Seamus.